Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what do you think about this question? In the dating, engagement, and pre-marriage stage, what are good boundaries to have sexually? What is too far, and what might be a better question to ask to avoid sexual sin for marriage with your partner? All right. All right. So for those that are not believers, this is not for you. Um, <laughs> we're seeing things from a different worldview. Yeah. So if you feel led to leave comments about how you don't share the same value system and that sex before marriage is okay. You go right ahead and leave those comments. But this video is meant for those who share our value system, which is a biblical worldview that says, Hey, sex is awesome. And marriage is strong enough to contain that awesomeness. And so, um, the question here from this, this guy was, Hey, how do we put boundaries in place prior to marriage so that we can save this beautiful gift of sacred sex for marriage? Um, so that's what we're here to answer today. Right. Because this is really the antithesis of um, hookup culture. Yeah. We are saving ourselves for, um, the one, right. For yeah. our spouse. Um, so we recently actually had a question very similar to this from a youth group. And so we actually, um, engaged with them in conversation over zoom and did a whole study on this with them. Mm-hmm. And so this is really what we came up with. Um, and uh, there's, so many opinions on this, so we'll, we'll tread lightly. Yeah. But I think there are some principles uh, to put in place because really I don't think that this is a one-size-fits-all for yes. everyone. People are going to have different standards and different places. You know, if you're 45 and, you know, marrying someone in that same age group, you might have different standards regarding chaperones and everything else. Um for someone that's like, you know, 18 or 17, you're looking to marry someone, mm-hmm. they might, their relationship or their dynamics, their boundaries might be completely different. So we're gonna that give, being said. Yeah. So we're, we're going to give you principles because it varies from couple to couple from, you know, uh, pastor to pastor, from accountability group to accountability group. Mm. But we are going to give you some specific examples within that principle. So we heard of this, um, metaphor um a while back from our friends at moral revolution they talked about a ladder and we expanded on that because we loved the concept that they shared and so we we kind of think of it this way if the goal of dating is what what's the goal of dating well to find out if this person is the one you want to spend the rest of your life with exactly and that you can honor god with that marriage and so, you know, I, we often hear people say the goal of dating is marriage. Well, the goal of dating is to figure out if you're going to marry this right. person. And we often see, 
a successful premarital session, mm-hmm. um, you're figuring that out, right? Yeah. You're asking those hard questions. You're determining, is this the person I want to be with? So if if you break up after having these hard conversations, awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's a good thing. If you guys find yeah. out that you're the one, that's also a good thing. Uh, but we're just trying to make the wisest choice. I mean, there's lots of different choices mm-hmm. uh, with people. Um, so is this the person that you want to be with? You know, are they going to be a teammate for you? Are they going to support you? Are you going to be able to support them? So that's what we're trying to figure out mm-hmm. with all these questions and putting boundaries in place to facilitate asking of the questions and finding out without kind of getting muddled in your emotions. Yes. So the idea is if you went all the way up this ladder, this dating ladder, and you got to the top, you would be married. <laughs> we just drew this out right before. So Look at our beautiful artwork here. Here's marriage at the top of the ladder, right? Um, if you went all the way to the top of the dating ladder. Well, when you're married, you are fully known by this person. You fully know them and you are fully loved by this person and you fully love them. And that's a continuous journey. You continue to learn how to love and you right. continue to know more things even after marriage um, because their recipe is ever changing. Um, but in the dating phase, as you're going up this ladder, you get to know more and more things about this person. Right. And that ought to match the way that you love, the way you show affection. So for instance, we'll give some practical examples. At the bottom of the ladder. So in our, when we were doing this with uh, the group of young people, what we did was we actually were just asking questions. Okay, so what are necessary things that you need to know about someone before you get to marry them? Yeah. So if marriage, if we're looking at a timeline of marriage, you know, this is where you kind of like, meet them right at the very bottom. This mm-hmm. is where you're meeting them when you're getting to, you know, hey, what's up? Slide my, into their DMs. My name, my name is whatever. <laughs> this is the beginning. This is the end mm-hmm. of, okay, or the end, the beginning again. The beginning of <laughs> the next chapter. <laughs> so this is your marriage. So what do we need to know before we um, partner up, mm-hmm. before we become married? What do you need to know? You need to know their likes and your interests, their hobbies, kind of like beginning things. And those would be things that would go toward the bottom of the ladder, right? So like likes and dislikes, what kind of coffee they like, um, what time do they get up in the morning? What, you know, are they a night owl or an early bird? Those are some of the things toward the bottom. That's probably before you're even dating, right? Like you're just getting to know this person. I think the term is like, we're just hanging out, right? Yes. And then it's like, we're just talking. So talking might be the next rung up the ladder. So the middle of the ladder is more like defining the relationship. So right here, we're hanging out right here. We're talking. Then we're actually dating. So for those of you who are listening to the podcast, we're actually uh, doing a video here. You can see it on YouTube. Um, But for those that are listening, we have a page of with the ladder in the middle, fully known on the on the left and then fully loved on the right. And what she's talking about, the middle of the ladder is defining the relationship where are we in, mm-hmm. in this walk toward marriage yeah. as we go up the ladder? What things 
do we need to know about that person as the relationship progresses? So for instance, something we're going to get, continue to give some practical examples, something like, um, knowing how much debt they have or knowing about their past relationships. Mm -hmm. Those are important things to know before you get married, but they're not things that you're going to know at the very bottom of the ladder. Like first thing, you know, first time you meet them. So uh, what kind of debt do you have? Tell me about all your relationships you've had. Like, yeah, there's probably people who have tried that, but yeah. so that's going to be, a little further up the ladder, right? Like maybe right, so, right so, as you're getting to date them. Right. So further into the relationship, mm -hmm. that's when you can be a little bit more vulnerable and allow the other person to know those things. Yeah. When as trust is being built, you're you're um, kind of digging, having very intentional conversations about these things, or mm -hmm. you need to be. Yeah. So where we get in trouble is when we are you know, maybe down here, maybe we're just talking stage and can they see that? I don't know. So, uh, yeah. So we're in the talking stage. So maybe still down here, we're not very, we, we're not getting to know them. We haven't asked these or had these hard conversations to know, like, is this a, is this a deal breaker? You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, what about your history? What about your cultural upbringing? What about your you know, all these things, you know, how many kids do you need, want to have? You know, if, if you want to have zero and the other person want to ha wants yeah. to have 10. Ministerial pursuits yeah. and where you're involved in the kingdom and vision so, that you have for your future. So where we see the problems is when they know hardly anything about, the, you know, we, they haven't had these hard conversations in the fully known column. They're, they're defining the relationship. You know, they're still... They're, they're not only talking, so their relationship hasn't progressed a lot. But on the other side, fully loved, their physical relationship has, has gone really far. Mm -hmm. So they become emotionally invested with a person that they hardly know. And then say you want off the ladder, which if you were going at the pace that is appropriate, where fully known is matching fully loved, you know, you hardly know, therefore you're hardly loving. Um, and if that was matching, that would be okay to just step off the ladder once you're just talking or even if you're dating. But if you are all the way up the ladder over here and you're showing love in every kind of way, including physical intimacy, um, maybe even intercourse or other types of sexual things, but on the fully known side, you're, you're way down at the bottom. That discrepancy is going to cause a huge regret when you get off that ladder, when you decide this is not the person. So while we're not going to tell you exactly what belongs on each side where, you know, oh, if you know this about them, then you can show them love in this exact way. That's up to you to decide in your relationship with God, your accountability system, your leadership mentors um, and with each other. Mm -hmm. But, um, we want you to be thinking about that. Does it match? So for instance, and I was yeah, just going to say too, you, you need to talk about this stuff pretty openly mm -hmm. because what, you, what does, you don't want to happen is get emotional in the moment and then forget certain things or never having talked about this kind of cross over a threshold yeah. that you shouldn't have done. Yep. So be wise, talk about, you know, where are your lines? Yeah. And, and of course that maybe have to be a, a little bit up, up the ladder as well. Yeah. You know, for instance, a, a good rule of thumb, you know, you could talk about, Hey, you know, would this work? You know, if, if we're in park in a car and we're by ourselves, are we allowed to stay in the car? Or do we have to get out? And these are things mm -hmm. you write down and talk about very clearly. Here are my expectations. 
By the way, that's a good one. We we recommend to yeah. couples a lot is if you are in the car and the car is in park, you got to get out of the car because <laughs> that, that helps a lot. I mean, so many couples that we talk to um, cross their boundaries when they're in a parked car. So, you know, sometimes people say don't even be in the car together without a chaperone. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on the couple. Um, another one that we hear, we hear people say is always keep your hands on top of the clothes and never underneath the clothes. Um, and, you know, you might be thinking, well, we would never go that far to even touch each other in inappropriate areas on top of the awesome. clothes. That's great. But you might have this, this standard in place for those moments where maybe you are working up the ladder and you're knowing more and more about this person and you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with them and you're wanting to show them love in all those ways, this helps kind of put the brakes on it. Yes. And helps you go forward wisely mm -hmm. and on the same team with it and not just kind of like figuring out as you go. Yes. Yes. These are hard conversations, but they need to be had, especially yes. if you want to honor them the way that they ought to be honored. Yep. So, so yeah, be thinking about how does what I know about this person, how is it matching what I, how I'm showing them love and affection and not just in physical ways that can be in other, you know, five love language type of ways too. So, you know, maybe at the, um, maybe, you know, you're hanging out, then talking, you're not quite dating yet. Maybe you're talking and you, you know, some about this person, maybe a way that you show them love is, um, you know, you send a surprise door dash to the, you know, the, a meal to their door and they're like, Oh my goodness, they thought of me. Like that's a way to show love. Um, even though it's not a physical way, um, holding hands is another one. People are like, well, when can you hold hands? Well, when does that match? how, how you, what you know about that. Where would you put that on the ladder? Where are you joining forces and bonding with this person to say, we're on the same team? Well, not right when you're sliding into their DMs, you yeah. know, like it goes a little bit further yeah. up the ladder. So hopefully this, this causes you guys to have a good conversation about this and talk about it practically and lay down a plan for going forward. Yes. Um, and you might not have to be at that point. You may be past that point. But it's never too late to That's get right. on the same page here. And here's a little disclaimer. It's going to be awkward having these conversations. I love how Moral Revolution talks about, you know, this this idea in our 21st century uh, culture, like that it has to be organic and, you mm. know, spontaneous. Like, no, it's okay to ask directly. Is it okay if we hold hands? Is it okay if I kiss you? Like, and it's okay to say no. <laughs> yes. It's okay to ask those direct questions and it's going to be awkward whether they say yes or no, um, because it's not as spontaneous and organic, yeah. but it's going to help preserve your friendship and respect for each other. Well, preserve it even after you, if, if you guys split up later, right. if you guys are in the same church or same friend group or close, you know, that could be very awkward and kind of ruin some of the organicness that you had before. <laughs> yeah. So do these things, have these conversations, and I don't think that you'll regret it. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you've liked this video, please uh, like it. That would be awesome. It helps us out and subscribe so yes. you can get notified of any um, other videos that we put out. Yeah. And there are other ask episodes out there. So right here, you'll see another video that you can click on to check out more questions that people ask. If you want to ask a question, go ahead and go to the description. There's a link where you can go to SpeakPipe and record your question for the next ask episode.